right. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girls Podcast. <laughs> Had to throw that in there, bro. Pew. Again. <laughs> One half of your favorite fat duo, Mr. Tony Trujillo here with Mr. Austin Rawlson, or Sir Austin, to be exact, you motherfucker. Uh, Austin, buddy, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, other than the fact that my mom, I hope my mom, I can't wait for my mom to die. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, that sounds way worse than what I was going to say when I opened the show. I was going to open it up, do my little dumb spiel, and then be like, hey, Austin, what do you think of all these faggots getting married? That <laughs> could have been the worst thing I would have said, but you just, like, you set the bar high. <laughs> you, said, you, you said you had a juicy story. Let's hear this. I want to jump right into it. So, I go to Church's Chicken. I need some chicken. I'm hungry. Well, no, first, I drive to KFC. Because I was like, I want some, I want some, like, I want a chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A is too far away. Um, I have a coupon for a buy one, get one free chicken sandwich. And at KFC, it's like, okay, let's do it. Drive to um, KFC, sit in the parking lot for 25 minutes, or sit in the uh, drive-thru for 25 minutes. Not like in line. There's no line. I pull up, and she goes, give me one minute, please. I'm like, okay. Ten minutes passes, and I go, huh. They must be have a lot of like um, DoorDash orders or something. Fifteen minutes pass. Like, okay, this is starting to get a little ridiculous. Twenty yeah. minutes pass. I go, um, hi. Did the speaker turn off or something? She goes, no, no. I'm sorry. We'll be with you in just a moment. I mean, okay, they're going to get to me. Twenty five minutes passed. Yeah. Goes, it's been a okay. While. What can you order? What would you like to order? I said, okay, I like two chicken sandwiches. She goes, that's going to be a twenty minute wait. You I were left. there for 20 minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a 20-minute wait. So I, I just like, you know, I'm going to go try something else. So just drove, I drove over their curb in the van and just went over the curb and left. Then I went to churches, get in line. They're like, hi. I was like, hey, can I get that? They have it like a sub deal. It's like eight pieces of chicken, two sides, and four biscuits for like $11.99. Right. At churches, they practically pay you to take the chicken at this point. Um, but I order it, and I go, you know what? I, do you guys have any sweet tea? They're like, yeah, we got half gallons. I said, okay, I'll take a half gallon of sweet tea. Thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to come in like a half gallon jug. No, Tony, it comes in a half gallon Ziploc bag. They gave you a Taiwan bag, dude. That's what <laughs> They gave me a like plastic that. baggie full of sweet tea called Bold Texas. How am I supposed to eat it? Pop it like a giant Capri Sun? I was going to say, do they even give you a straw? Is it like a twist on or Nothing. something? Fuck. It's got a, it's got a like, locked lid. That looks like pure laziness. Like somebody went to the back and grabbed it from the stock. That's fucking crazy. Unless that's how they sell them now, but that would piss me off. So live on the podcast, we're gonna see if this is just like pure sweet tea concentrate, or if it's like actually how they serve this crap. I know. I'm curious. Like, how does that work? Oh no! 
I mean, it's just sweet tea. It's just someone someone used half a cup of sugar instead of a full cup. Well, at McDonald's when I when I used to work there, the way they'd make those fucking things, dude, they had a giant jug, and on the top was where you put the filter or the uh, tea bag in. Yeah. Well, in the jug that you filled with fucking sink water, by the way, gross. They were like, you need to put two to three full bags of sugar. And I was like, what? Like, that's a lot. And they're like, well, no, we're making a lot of tea. Well, when it came out, dude, it wasn't sweet enough. I was like, what the fuck? And I thought, like, three bags would be a lot. They're like, it's not enough because it's a big ass. But I was like, that's yeah. quite a bit, dude. Like, but holy but shit. But that container holds, like, 10 gallons of tea. Yeah, it's huge, dude. Mon- it's a monster. We put it under that thing and fucking turn it on like it's a fire hose and the shing it's just shooting down. And then somebody has the bright idea. I don't know if this is every McDonald's location, but it was this one for sure. They took a pitcher and dunk it in there like it was their mother's kitchen and put it out by the fountain. So when somebody requested it, they didn't do it to the machine, dude. They just like lifted the pitcher. Up. Yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> gross, dude. You know what's been in that sink? That's nasty. Fucking disturbing. I was uh, thinking today, I had an epiphany. Mm. We should start our own social service. Or not social service. What the fuck? Go take care <laughs> of <Hi>. some people. <laughs> Great Girls Protective Services. Um, we should start our own like news organization. Breaking call news it, on the Girth Network. That's what I'm saying. Like Call it like Girth Messiah Journalism or something. And then the tagline <laughs> would be more opinionated news bullshit and just report what we heard from other sites. <laughs> That's what the most of them do. Dude. It's like every time I'm reading daily wire, it's like per CNN per Fox news. And I'm like, also oh, you guys are just waiting for these motherfuckers to say something. Yeah, that that's what um that's what like the Young Turks and stuff did too. Right, doing like real journalism like that is expensive as hell. Well, yeah, and not to mention you got a whole new website. Uh, there's a lot of legal stuff behind it. So they were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, at six o'clock, breaking news: Tony's here with a story." Hi, it turns out that the Commerce City. Um, Church's Chicken is handing out giant bags of sweet tea instead of actually putting out jugs. That's what I was thinking, though, dude. I'm glad you said so. Ow, this fucking baby gate again for the second episode. Okay, so the stupid thing is, like, stacked next to my leg every time I record. So I was thinking, instead of reporting news about, like, Biden, Republicans, Democrats, we report news on our own opinions. Like, this is why I think you should avoid going to Church's Chicken off of Quebec. <laughs> but like do it in the form of you ever heard of the term gonzo journalism? It's like opinionated basically, but it's a Hunter S. Thompson kind of I guess you could say he developed it. I'm not really fully educated on that, but it's all news done from like first opinion, like first view. As if like uh for example, you would write a paper, or I guess nobody writes papers anymore, but you would write an article that you could call Commerce City Campaign Trial, Trail uh, Campaign Event. You put the year, and then you would write it as if you were telling a story about you being there, what you witnessed, and shit like that. It's completely opinionated from your view. The only thing is, CNN already does that. Yeah, pretty much. Except for theirs is... um. Uh, number one trusted source 
but we would be outright about it. We would be like, yeah, no, no, no. We would be outright. Like this is completely from my opinion. I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, Hey, from my own eyes, this is what I witnessed today. This is what I think about this shit. And this is why I think he's going to win shit like that. It would be like, you had like your own little twist to it. So it's not too boring. Cause I'll admit, dude, news is boring. It, it's really boring. It doesn't matter where you read it from. Even Daily Wire, which I love, is boring at times. I'll be sitting there reading it, and I start to drift. I'm like, I'm fucking losing it. They got to put, like, personality to it. They need to hire some drunk people to start doing shit. <laughs> but, like, um, they're writing, just, and they're like... We just, just start reporting on the stupidest stuff ever. That's breaking what I was news. thinking. Breaking news in Golden, Colorado. Tony's on the scene with a coyote, and Tony's on a freaking park bench screaming, It's here! It's here! Me You'll time. see me like handcuffed to a bench. Austin did this. <laughs> like this thing is running around. Help me! Help me! Get me out of here! And animal controls around, dude. Like that would be fun. I would like listen to that news. Or Austin could write an article. It's like Austin Rawlinson's adventure to the Taco Bell in Commerce City. It's been forty-five <laughs> plus minutes, and I haven't received one fucking order. <laughs> And make it on a single chalupa. Seriously, dude, I think it'd be hilarious. Or report on like report report on local events. Like sometimes the Applebee's in Brighton does UFC fights on the TVs. Just go there and report the event. Like a bunch of drunk people are here with their families. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, like hi, Girth News Network. Hi, my name is Austin. I'm with the Girth News Network. Um, how do you feel about the beatdown you just saw? Uh, I wasn't really watching. I was eating these ribs. Uh, but I was eating- why are you eating them? <laughs> like I was eating these ribs, and then McGregor's legs snapped a second time. <laughs> Hire your buddy Evan to go ask like serious questions. Like he's supposed to be the serious reporter put in <laughs> shitty situations. <laughs> like Evan, are you on the scene? He's like, yes, Austin. Um, I don't understand why I'm here at the local blood drive. <laughs> Just don't tell him anything. Just tell him, go there and interview people. Hi, Dude, I'm Evan. I, I am Evan, and I am here at the Waterworld in in Westminster, Colorado. And we're talking about fat chicks in polka-dotted bathing suits, why they shouldn't oh, wear them. <laughs> He's like, I'm standing outside. It appears that the gates have not opened, and people are fucking furious. <laughs> Dude, that shit would be fucking awesome. Like, it would completely be like a gag reel basically like parody news but with some facts like this is exactly what's happening right now at the place where you donate plasma bunch of cokeheads are outside fighting over who goes next like if i was breaking news breaking news in arvada colorado just like every other thursday there's four crackheads fighting on the intersection of federal and 103rd And your buddy Evan, he could be sitting there with a little head face and he goes, Austin, wait, wait, I'm hearing an update. The Fazoli's is having a two-for-one deal. <laughs> like, just useless information, dude. I don't know. I just had this, like, I had this, like, vision in my head today. I was like, ah, local news on funny. shit that doesn't matter. Because <laughs> people probably get tired of hearing about the news. Then when there's some massive, horrible tragedy, tragedy we have to go and act completely serious. Today there was a shooting of five individuals at the Belmar sh- um, Shopping Center. Um, it seems that people were targeted. Oh, um, I'm actually getting, I'm actually getting breaking news. Um, he probably bought his gun from the Bass Pro Shops. Who buys a gun from the Bass Pro Shop? <laughs> I'm 
Siri just sent Evan out there, and he's like, Austin, sir, I'm on the scene right now. I hear another shoot. Fuck that. I'm out. And he just runs off. <laughs> scene, dude. I was like, so, Evan, yes, you I'm here as an after shooter. Like, just I'm here at the where scene all the where act- Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! My ankle! <laughs> Dude, or like... So, uh, Chanel bought me those hot ones challenge of the hot sauce. And she, like, recorded a video of me. And I was like, that would have been a funny fucking, like, newsreel. <laughs> Evan's like, I'm standing here in Tony's house right now as he's about to eat these fucking... <laughs> Dude, okay, so here's the story on that. First one was, like, a sweet sauce. It wasn't hot at all. Like, I dipped my finger in it, and I was like... Okay, I'll put it on the burrito. I doused it in my burrito, you know, and I was like, dude, it's like a, it's not even hot at all. Like, you know how Frank's Red Hot, uh, Red Hot is like a small kick? Well, this hot sauce had like nothing. It was basically a sweet sauce. Well, then I tried the next one, the medium one, had a little bit of a kick to it. I've had sauces hotter than it, so I was like, the third one probably won't be shit. I misunderstood, and I did a couple drops of the third one on my burrito. Dude, it hurt, like, physically. <laughs> Shit was awful. It was fucked up, because the buildup is like, oh, this is nothing. And then you try it, and you're like, ow, I need milk, I need bread, and yogurt? Like, this hurts. Oh, my God. Ah, fucking, it was fun, though. You gotta try it. I have them if you want to. Yeah, I was I was sitting here, uh, I, I saw that on Facebook, I was like... I, and I was like, he's a coward for not doing all of them. And she goes, won't you come do it? I was like, no, I'm white. I have an excuse. Dude, that third one sucked. Like, the first two really aren't. The first one at least is nothing at all. It's like you probably should skip it. Second one, depending on, like, how you can handle shit, it could be bad, but not really. I thought that, honest to God truth, man, I really thought that, like, Frank's Red Hot was hotter than that one. But that third one... Oh my god. I haven't had hot anything since like when I was younger. My dad, as a punishment, would put hot sauce in our mouth instead of soap. Because every parent has at one point tried the soap thing, or at least in our time. Well, when they realized that wasn't doing much, they started doing hot sauce. They like graduated us to habanero sauce. Uh, on my fuck, my nicotine pouch. Well, anyway. When I was like nine years old, they're like, open your mouth. And they put it in there. That sounds weird. But they put a, <laughs> they put the bottle up to my lips and then just like let loose. And oh my God, man, I was in tears. That's how this shit felt like. I was hot. My nose was like no longer stuffed. My tongue hurt so bad I couldn't taste the burrito. It was like unbearable. But in my opinion, that's some of the best sauce to have. I love wings that are so hot it's unbearable and hard to enjoy. I don't know why. It like make it makes it taste better, but it was a fucked up sauce. I was like, man, this would be a cool thing to give to somebody as a gift, and not tell them how hot it is. Just be like, oh, it's not that bad at all. And then they go and they put it on their fucking like burrito bowl or something, and they have to throw the thing away after like two bites. This shit is rough. Not even kidding, man. Like, for being Mexican, I don't like a lot of Mexican food. It's not because of the spice. It's uh, the texture. I don't like the texture of jalapenos unless they're cooked a certain way. Same with onions and shit. I just, I, they got to be cooked a certain way. But when it comes to spice, I can handle a lot. I like hot food. I really do. But that shit was rough. I don't Is think I'd do one... it ever again. 
Is it one with like the scorpion on it, the snake, and the brain? No, I mean this bottle. It just said um, the last dab. That was the name of it. Oh yeah, the last dab's apparently the hottest one on the thing. It is, dude. It was fucking rough because they have little scale meters on it. This one was like it's an eleven out of a ten, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's impossible!" <laughs> I fucking took it, and I was like, "Ow, ow, 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 ow!" It was just getting worse and worse. Now, scorpion death sauce. I've had that before. I think it was at a Red Robin. Yeah, I had it on a burger, but the first time I tried it was on these wings. So I don't know if you've had Red Robin recently, but when you get wings like boneless or bone in, they cook them and serve them over like a bed of potato chips, like fried chips, whatever. That's pretty good. And I had the scorpion death sauce once and I was like, damn, that's pretty spicy, but that would be good on a burger. Well, they had it on a burger, but with jalapenos and shit. And I was like, ah, it shouldn't be that bad. I took a bite into that sucker, dude, and, like, I couldn't finish the rest of it. I was pissed at myself. I'm like, man, I really should have thought this through. But I was being stupid, and I was, like, underestimating my enemy, essentially. Now, speaking of underestimating enemies, when the fuck does Halo come out? The the, oh, know, the show. TV show. Because when they released the trailer, it said streaming... 2022 well i've been checking paramount over and over and it's fucking still not available it's pissing me off i want to watch it it looks cool this is something i've been waiting for since i was a kid where the fuck is it like come on i'm stuck watching stupid shit like right now i don't know why don't judge me but i'm watching this stupid rerun show of it was from when i was a kid dude called dawson's creek i'm that bored Great show, though. I love it. But I'm sitting here waiting for it like I'm just fucking dying. When does it come out? Oh, you know what? I got to get on Boba Fett. I only watched the first episode. Damn. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty decent so far. It's not like it it hasn't been it hasn't been as good. As um, Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, but it's still been pretty good. Um, We don't have an exact date. Ain't that a bitch? Well, All you know, we speaking know of, is early 2022. My guess is definitely like, getting um, freaking pushed back again. My guess would be sometime in the next couple months. So, like, I want to say March. February or March. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, my best March. I, I'm actually excited because Friday, I'm going with a chance to see Scream 5, or as it's called, Scream. I've been wanting to see it, and I was going to use my AMC trial thing I was telling you about because I still haven't used it, and I still have, like, three tickets to use. So I was like, I'll go see it Thursday because that's when they do the, uh, what do you call that, the early screening or whatever. Well, right. the seats are seats are fucking full, basically. I was shocked by that. So then I was like, maybe I'll go on the weekend, but I didn't really, like, plan it because it's not something I have to see, but I would love to because it's a big part of my childhood. There's so much nostalgia there. Well, Chance reached out to me and was like, hey, let's go Friday. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. So I'm excited for that. Hell yeah. My fear is, though, is it's going to blow because I, I was looking at early reviews of it. They're actually good. It's got a lot of good, like, three to four star reviews. But there was, like, they were saying there's twists in there that are kind of like it's going to piss a lot of fans of the franchise off. And I was like, okay, so what this could mean is that 
the fan theories are true, which um, every fan out there is like, I bet you anything in the next one, either Sydney, Dewey, or Gale, the three fucking horsemen, one of them will be the killer in this one. That's my prediction. I bet it's going to be one of them. They kind of have to at this point, or somebody has to die, because there's been four of these movies now. And my opinion on them is that each one is different, but none of them have been as good as the first one. Love the first one because I saw it, it as a kid. <clears throat> scared the shit out of me. Second one, it's all right. Third one, stupid. Fourth one, it was all right. So I don't have high hopes, but I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> I can't believe they called it Scream, though. It's like a trend. They did that with Halloween. When they did the sequel, there was a direct follow-up to the first one. It was just Halloween. I was like, no tagline, nothing, just Halloween. All right. Same thing with Scream. And then they did that with Candyman, too. The newest That's one a, to direct sequel, Candyman. It's, what, it's got a 7.9. Well, thus far. IMDb. Thus far. I bet you it'll change. But from what I did see, and I'm not talking about, like, fans. I looked at, like, professional, you know, reviews. A lot of them gave it, like, three to four stars. So they were like, you know, this is the best one since the first one. Or some of them were saying, like, hey, if you didn't like the sequels, you'll love this one. It's a, It does justice to the first one. Some are like, it's actually scary again. Or that the story is interesting because the last three are the same thing. I mean, I imagine the new one might pretty much be the same, too. But the last three, it's pretty much the same thing as the first one. Just Sydney person- running from a killer. This person gave it a five out of ten. Like, not all the same. Not in. Not at all in the same league as the original movies, but it's better to scream for, for going exactly where it wanted to. The criticism on the horror genre is clumsy. The kills are not very intense. Some are highly dis- disappointing. And to be honest, none of them were that worthy. The acting is overall subpar. Even Courtney Cox. Who used to give better performances um, disappointed me, but it has to do a lot with the material given to her. The killer's reveal and motives are lackluster. From what I read a lot of, they said the kills were not necessarily intense, but they were more violent, which you see that a lot in these movies is for some reason, they think that more blood and gore is like supposed to be better. So, I mean, I kind of expected that. The next one's an eight out of 10. It says, just left an advanced screening. I won't say much, but if you love the originals, you must watch this. The story, writing, acting, and most importantly, the detail of the film were top notch. The death scenes um, looked gory and fantastic. Get out and see this. Um, seven out of eight. Not since we're going to be saying, uh, not since Scream 3, a Scream film is as funny as this. I mean, of course, the fan of Pashley hates. Ryan Johnson's Stab 8. While the self-referential elements can be overdone sometimes, uh, Tyler Gillette clearly loves and understands the franchise well since he can feel it through the entire film. The social commentary might not be as sharp as previous films, and the script was sporadically clunky, but Scream is a bloody good fun. The new characters of Eiffel, but still, must admit the film comes livelier when the legacy characters appear on screen although they tend to be positioned as supporting roles only. That's something that's really common. Another guy said, I had no expectations for this at all. 
had only seen the trailer once, I was highly entertained and satisfied with the continuous self-aware meta humor that this franchise has. And the film is written so well that self-awareness works perfectly. It still sticks to the same tropes, stories, characters that set up for kills, but slightly changes to times where it gives something new and unexpected. Obviously, the story was the same, but it was still fun in the cinema and other audience members guessing who was buying the ghost mask. So many Easter eggs to previous films and many references to more recent horror films, which was great to see. Highly recommend seeing it as longtime fans of the franchise should enjoy this. Great theater experience. Make sure you see it with a good crowd. And that was an 8 out of 10. Not bad. I mean, I imagine it's going to be, you know, sub. So there, there, there are those people who are like, oh, 10 out of 10, this movie's amazing. And yeah, and there's there going to be some that are like, nah. There are a couple people, but I haven't seen any super low. Like, the lowest I've seen is four. And all it says, this was a pretty dull time with some cheap, lazy hack slash and slash thriller elements. The humor was awful, and most of the characters were uninteresting. Absolute. That person had a stroke while they were reading. While they were writing <laughs> He's like, I had a little seizure just reading this. <laughs> Fucking, I don't expect much, but I'm hoping it's a little bit better than the fourth one because I did like the fourth one, but I'll be honest, it didn't do anything for me. I was like, I watched it and I was like, okay, we don't really need another one. This didn't revitalize it. It doesn't revive it in any way. It's just more like, hey, let's revisit a dead franchise because I really didn't enjoy the second and third one as much as I did the fourth one. So the way I saw it was, we really don't need to do this over. Let's leave it alone. I don't want any remakes. And then I heard they were going to do a fifth one, even like a year after they said that any plans for it were canceled because the fourth one didn't perform as well. It did well with critics, but it didn't do well in theater. So, you know, obviously. But I don't have high expectations. I'm just really hoping it's better than, at least better than the second and third and a little bit more interesting than the fourth. Because... Like I said, the fourth one is very clearly meant to be a reunion film, and it doesn't do much. There's really no reason for it. There was no reason to make any others after. The fourth one was kind of, to me, like, this could be a good closure. But it wasn't good enough. It's kind of like um, the Rocky movies. Rocky Balboa came out, like, 20 maybe years after the fifth one or whatever. The fifth one is considered like the worst. It's like terrible. But to me, it was good closure. I'm like, we don't need another one. But Rocky Balboa came out and I was like, okay, I'm happy. No more. That's what I'm hoping this will be is I'm happy. Just leave it alone. Because again, we don't need this many. And like after so many failed attempts, you kind of have to give up. But I can't be that harsh because this is somebody that loves the Halloween movies. I'm totally aware of how horrible they are. But I love them. Every time they do them, I'll get disappointed with one. I'll love the other. I could watch a million of them. But I kind of wish they would stop because I want them to leave it alone, at least for a good while. But I think now is pretty appropriate because the last time we saw Scream 4 come out, that was like oh nine or 2010. So it's been a while. It's definitely been a good, it's been a good amount of time. The idea behind the fourth one was to start a new trilogy and that didn't happen because again it underperformed so i'm hoping this is at least okay from what i've been hearing a lot of though is without giving out too much spoilers these reviews say that the main characters kind of take the sideline for the newer characters which 
at some point that's going to happen. They did that a little bit in the fourth one, but it's another decade past. We kind of have to stop focusing on 50-year-olds that are running from Ghosts of the Past. At some point, you got to throw in some young kids there. Well, the catch to this one is, I guess, the, the new cast is all somehow related to the killers or past victims. So it sounds like they're trying to do something different. But again, it could just be another Scream movie. And I hope it's not. I'm like, yeah, I hope it'll be good. But we'll see. Maybe. Yeah, uh, after reading a bunch of things, <clears throat> after reading a bunch of these, what it sounds like is it sounds like this. Um, this is better than the fourth, maybe as good as, maybe just slightly worse than the originals. Right, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know how I would rank them. I guess for me it'd be Scream 1, 4, 2, and 3. 2 is not bad. I just don't care for it as much as I do as the original. In fact, I'd say that Scream 2 is a much better film than 4. But I like 4 more just because it came out at a time where everyone was like, what's going on with Scream? It's been like a decade. So it was cool to revisit something I'd seen as a kid. So I guess it's more nostalgia for me. But I'm well aware that it's not nearly as good as the first two. The third one is awful. It's crap. If you're a fan, you'll own it and you'll watch it and enjoy it. But it's crap. That's just the fact. It's like a, it's a shitty third movie. You're like, damn. Sometimes trilogies don't work out with the third one. If they can do it, that's where I think that they should kind of pull back. Like um, the Dark Knight trilogy, that's a good trilogy. That's where they should end it and keep it that way, which I like that they did that. They were like, okay, we did three of these, not knowing they would be this successful. We're going to leave it alone. And the problem is, though, is you know Hollywood being what it is, is they like to milk that cash cow. And these movies do make a lot of money. Even when they fail at the box office, they still make a shit ton of money. It's weird how horror films can do that, especially because you got to remember, these are not good movies. They cost a PB&J material sandwich to make, but they fucking milk, like, they can milk the shit out of it. And they make sequels that are so bad that they just continue doing it. They're like, nobody likes these movies. Or at least nobody seems happy, but we're just going to keep doing it because the money is showing, even when it's clearly not what it was. good example would be Sinister. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I liked it. I thought it was a crazy fucking movie. It was really intense, and it messed me up a little bit. If a, if a scary movie can actually freak me out, to me, that's a good scary movie. Sinister was one of them. second one comes out, that fucking shit was terrible. But... Even though it didn't do well at theaters and it got negative reviews, it made enough money for them to say, let's pump in a third one at some point. Right. I think you really have to fail at the box office to get a sequel when it comes to horror films. That just seems like a a generational thing. Because even, um, even those Chucky movies had, to, had done shit at the box office, but they kept making more of them. And now they're basically straight to digital, and they're still making more of them. It's insane to me. I'm like, damn, these are super cheap to make, and you can get so much out of it. I can kind of see why people go in that direction. What bothers me is that that gives it a bad name. I love horror films. I don't think they should be judged harshly, just like I'm sure you can agree. There's a lot of people out there like this. 
comic book films should not be judged harshly. And you see that a lot from different directors like Martin Scorsese, James Cameron. They all love to shit on comic book films. They're like, well, they're not really good movies. I wouldn't call them Oscar worthy. I agree to a certain extent, but they shouldn't be judged harshly. They should have a fair chance like any other movie. But again, it's, you know, it's one of those things I don't think we'll ever really get that. Yeah, well, the thing that makes me upset about some of the things, especially with comic book movies and horror movies, there are some comic book movies and horror movies that are better movies than anything, than like half of Martin Scorsese's entire um, freaking filmography. So he could shut his mouth. I can agree to a certain extent. Some of his movies are not good, but I love a lot of his movies. Now, I think the reason he acts that way and the reason some people agree with him is because that's a different time frame. Back in the 90s, the Goodfellas, that movie was like a fucking classic. And to this, well, it was like, you know, it was a gold mine. And to this day, it's a classic. But that was then. You know, this is now. It's, I'm not big on change, but this is a new age. So we're going to get movies that could potentially be better. I don't think that anything will ever top Goodfellas unless they made something similar to that, in which they did. There's movies out there like The Irishman that's a, a Martin Scorsese film, but I thought that was better. And that's not that long ago. That was like, what, two, three years ago? That was a good movie. If it had made by it, been made by a different director and had the same results, then yes, 100% better than Martin Scorsese's. But he does have movies that I think that aren't as good as movies that are out now. For example, you can't really compare the two, but... Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of, like, Sin City and Watchmen and shit. I think those are better movies than Scorsese's movies like Casino and Raging Bull. They're hard to compare because it's a different genre, but in terms of, you know, photography, the setting, like, cinema photography in general, it's amazing. I think it's just hard because it's they're different films, so it's kind of hard to compare them. Same with the Fast and Furious movies. I know why people shit on them, but you have to admit... They got some pretty cool special effects. That's some pretty, like, out-there shit. I think they're terrible movies, but look at what oh, they've accomplished. Bad. But there are a lot of bad movies that are still fun to watch. They're my guilty pleasure. You know, I like watching them. But no, there are some comic book movies that can be better than past films from, like, Martin Scorsese and a lot of the greats out there. I think it's a little smuggish of them and people that agree with them or have that mindset to be that critical of comic book films, horror films. And it's not fair is what I'm saying. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up that they get that bad name. Like a movie I truly enjoyed that I've talked about before, uh, malignant. That was a great fucking movie, but because it's a horror film, it's going to get the shitty reviews. It's just like set up to be like a failure. Yeah, like Martin Scorsese said that like comic book movies aren't cinema. They're they're like um like what Elegies is a a part. Oh, like a, yeah, like a theme amusement park. park. Yeah, he says that they're they're said they're like an amusement park. They're not real cinema, but. Like, that's so stupid. You could tell he's never watched a single one. And Martin Scorsese is just a... I personally think he's just a jealous 
vindictive loser. I see where he's coming from, but I agree with you because it's it's kind of shitty to judge movies like that. That's my thing. I'm like, you know, I get the bad rep that they get, but that's kind of not fair. Like, comic book films can be good storytelling. They can be real cinema. It's just people don't want to take them seriously because of the source or the material. Same thing with horror films. Nobody ever takes them serious because of the material. I hate people that are like, oh, no, The Exorcist, that's a good horror film. Yes, I agree, but that's not just a good horror film. Like, there's others out there that don't have a fair chance of being on par with it. Everyone treats The Exorcist like it's the golden horror film. And I'm like, you know what? It is. It won Oscars. It's one of the first horror films to achieve that kind of success. But I can think of plenty others that didn't get that that are way better. In my opinion, I don't care who gets mad, I'll say it. And I know I'm biased because I'm a fan, but films like Black Christmas, the original from fucking 68 or whatever, or um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Halloween, those are all, in my opinion, much better than The Exorcist. The Exorcist is just considered a better film because it had an A-list cast, at least in my opinion. My daughter is not having this conversation. <laughs> she's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Those movies suck. Nah, she's been, uh, these last few nights have been kind of rough. She uh, refuses to sleep. I came up with a new name for her. I call her the boogeyman, dude. She's a monster. Like, <laughs> Are you eating wings or chicken? No. Well, I chicken. guess. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the same thing, but not really chicken yeah, damn dude that sounds good i had some wings for lunch but here's the problem they came from 7-eleven oh no yeah dude they tasted all right but my stomach disagreed and so did my ass like 7-eleven food is where you go to get poisoned dude i used to love 7-eleven hot dogs and then i had like a real good hot dog and i've never been back 7-eleven used to have good food in my opinion at least, like, before they fucking franchise the shit out of it. Like, when I was a kid, dude, 7-Eleven nachos and shit, amazing. But now they taste like complete ass. Dude, 7-Eleven pizzas are the worst thing, the worst pizza I've ever paid money for. 100% agree. Somebody once told me they thought Little Caesars was ghetto pizza, and I was like, okay, look, it is cheap, but you have no idea what ghetto pizza is. Until you've had 7-Eleven pizza, shut your fucking mouth. Because 7-Eleven dude, I would eat a Tostino's before I ever eat a 7-Eleven pizza. Dude, I would rather eat a Red Baron than eat um, 7-Eleven pizza. I love Red Baron. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not high class, but no, I agree. Like, I would rather eat store brand frozen pizza than to ever have to sit through fucking Seven Eleven pizza. Dude, my, that man, shit. Like, when we were when we were kids, uh, when we were younger, we used to get food stamps. Right, we did too for a little bit. And so it's like, oh, you can get our pizzas. You get our pizzas with food stamps. And we begged our dad, Dad, please, please, can we get pizza from Seven Eleven with, because um, we couldn't afford to get carry out pizza, but. Because it was on food says like, oh, we could we could finally be like a normal family and get like order in pizza. And so finally, okay, we can do that. So he goes and he orders the pizzas and they cook them right. You buy them, then you give them to them, they cook them. 
and they give them to you, brought it back, and I've never, I've been never had been so excited for something just to be so let down. Austin's like six years old. This tastes like shit. <laughs> well, I was like <laughs> insulting my intelligence. Yeah, I was like, I was like thirteen. I took a bite and I was like, this tastes like, this tastes like sandwich bread with canned marinara sauce on it. This is horrendous. Dude, the only way those are bread. enjoyable is if you eat them right away. The longer they sit, the worse they get, <laughs> dude. Like, it has to be hot, like steaming hot right away if i ever get if i have to stoop that low like say i'm on a budget and i didn't bring any food i'm like well 7-eleven pizza it is because it's two for three i'll go in there and i'm like i want you to give me a two slices of pizza from that fucking oven in the back i don't want what's in here i want you to go make a whole new one run over to me as fast as you can because it's literally cardboard with fucking rocks sprinkled on it a bunch of fake cheese half-assed cooked pepperoni and it tastes like shit. Here's the thing, though, dude. During the shutdown, as I've said before, I didn't have the luxury of getting Biden checks, or I guess Trump checks, technically speaking. I had to work, but we couldn't go anywhere, and they kept pumping out all this money. What do you do with that money besides buy shit online? Buy food online. So we would order from 7-Eleven because no other place was that cheap. And, dude, they had fucking deals. I'm telling you, you buy two pizzas for five bucks a piece. Yeah, with a free for you coupon. That, yeah, they've got that. They got that Dak Prescott deal. It's two pizzas, a two liter of soda pop, and a thing of cookies for like ten dollars and ninety nine cents. Dude, there was a point where we had like boxes of Seven Eleven pizza, mostly uneaten, stacked up on the counter because they're so bad. But like that was all we were like going to afford. I was like, yo, we got all this money, but we're not going to spend it like crazy. If we have to eat out every night, it's got to be cheap. We got tired of McDonald's. We got tired of Taco Bell. 7-Eleven was cheaper. And they did all those deals. Free delivery. Free, free two-liter. Buy one, get one free pizza. Pizzas for only $4.99. Like, now, 7-Eleven. ate them all the time. 7-Eleven does have a good food item I eat all the time. Hol- the, um, cream cheese, the jalapeno and cream cheese taquitos. I've had them. They're not bad. I actually, I like yeah, them all the time. I um, go in and I order them, and uh, most of the time they have to make them in the. They don't like keep yeah. them in stock, so most of the time they have to make them in the oven to come out. Wonderful. But Dude. the Seven Eleven now, the Seven <laughs> Eleven delivery app is the worst delivery app I've ever used in my entire life. The amount of times when I'll order like. Four Gatorades, three chocolate milks, and a thing, and four things of um, taquitos. And it gets back to my house. There's one Gatorade, one thing of milk, and half a eaten taquito. Oh my God. <laughs> one time, this? they're like, yeah. <laughs> one time, I ordered a, I ordered three taquitos, I ordered my three taquitos, and I ordered, um, four Gatorades, and I ordered a bottle of Dr. Pepper. It gets to me. It's a bottle of Diet Pepsi. Not a bottle of Dr. Pepper. Instead of of Gatorades, instead of the the red Powerades, they just didn't include them. There's no Powerades or Gatorades. And then for my taquitos, they substituted 
one chicken wing each. So what's funny is the app now has like replace with options, but like it never works or the replace with doesn't exist. You're like replace with nothing. It's like unavailable. They've done it to me a couple times. I ordered two 12 packs of Dr. Pepper. They brought me four, two liters of Dr. Pepper. And I was like, wait a minute, I better get my money back. Cause I know I spent like 15 bucks on two 12 packs because 7-Eleven is the most expensive place for soda. A gas station in general is due to 12 packs, like $7. I know I better get money back. And of course, nothing. The service was gay. Like, you know what they do? They go through DoorDash. I called 7-Eleven. I screamed. I was like, I ordered this, this, this. And and dude, I ordered taquitos. Taquitos. One dollar each. And you gave me one chicken wing? I get five for three dollars. Yeah, they're like, or, oh, we're so sorry this happened to you. They will just refund your entire order. So they refunded the entire order. But then the next day, I was like, okay, they were nice. Maybe this is a one-time thing. I ordered like you know this box of frozen um um White Castle sliders. Oh, dude, I love those. When you're craving those White Castle sliders, nothing quite hits right. Yeah, and there's and there there are six sliders in this box. It gets to me, and I put a burrito, a frozen burrito in. I was so pissed. I threw the burrito, frozen burrito. <laughs> I went like, to oh. open the door and throw the burrito at the dude who delivered it to me. <laughs> you just tossed it. And the, the fuck, bro. And the thing is, is I know that drop down bar replace, and on the things I put, if it is not available, can't remove it from the order. Like cancel it, yeah. Those burritos, still... dude. That's the shit you ate at school. Yeah, I was so pissed off. That's fucked up. They could have at least like, given this, you like this two thing boxes I'm... of pizza rolls. That this thing, this thing up on but with Walmart. Walmart does replacements too, but Walmart is so freaking random on their replacements. It's insane. Yeah, but like sometimes never... you get upgraded with their shit. Yeah, every time. Walmart doesn't really downgrade you. They always try to upgrade you. Right, um, if you and order, Walmart like, guarantees material. if they Walmart guarantees that if they replace replace it, you get something of equal or more value. So the other day I went and it was ordered these. These box chicken and biscuits, the best crackers ever. They're phenomenal. Those are fucking delicious. I always have one of the 12 ounce boxes I ordered a 12 ounce box this box is 480 something Walmart replaced it with the um with the you know how they've got that family in bulk section yeah the family size ones or whatever yeah they have a one they have like a five pound bag of chicken and the biscuit chicken and the biscuits at Walmart Brought me the whole five pound bag. Didn't charge me. Only charged me the price of this. Hell yeah, they've done that to me too. Because like I would buy a lot of their generic uh, cereal. Well, they didn't have generic Captain Crunch. So what they did was they replaced it with name brand Captain Crunch. Two boxes. I was like, oh dude, hell yeah, like that's a that's a fucking steal right there. Or they would yeah, I would uh, get the Sam's Cola. They wouldn't have it. They replace it with regular Coke. I was like, hell yeah, yeah. I'm arguing there. Walmart delivery has changed the way I grocery shop. I don't even I go grocery shopping like ever anymore. Now I just order it. 
I order it at nighttime and wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. It's sitting on my front porch. I absolutely hate Amazon grocery. I used to love it, dude, but they fucking don't replace anything. They won't it's tell so you till last minute that they're yeah. like, oh, we didn't have that, so we refunded your money. But you don't get your money until like nine to ten business days. So yeah, you're like, Amazon, well, what the fuck? And Amazon Fresh is expensive. It is, bro. A fucking like pack of ramen is like two bucks. Yeah, everything's like a dollar more expensive than it is on Walmart. Yeah. They have like think... Amazon Select, which is like their brand of shit. They have yeah. some pretty good Amazon bread and chili, bro. Like salsa. It's not bad. It's pretty good, but it's pricey. I'm like, damn, Amazon's trying to be Walmart without the store. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I pay $10 a month at Walmart and my delivery is free. I never played the play delivery fees. So I pay 10 bucks a month and the delivery is completely free. And the best part of having it is the scan and go feature on my phone. I walk oh, up yeah. into Walmart, I scan things, I put them in my basket, I walk up to the um, self-checkout, I scan the kiosk, it automatically runs to my card, a lady comes up, scans three things, make sure that I scanned, look through, make sure I scanned everything, and then I leave. Right. That is a pretty legit deal. I mean, we're probably going to be going there, because Chanel hit me with it today, she's like, we are not going to King Supers for a while, because of that whole strike thing, which... I have little to no knowledge on what that exactly is about. I just read, like, I've read in numerous sources that that's what was going on. And I, I'm assuming it had something to do with a better pay. And I was like, yeah, I could have told you that, dude. Working at those places suck, especially when you have union dues. What people fail to understand is unions still expect you to pay even when you're not in a job. So guess we ain't doing King Supers for a while. But why, why, why aren't you doing King Supers? Just because... You want to stand in solidarity with the people? I guess that's the idea. I could fucking care less. I'm that shitty person, dude, that I would go to a store where they're like, we're protesting because they don't support gay rights. And I'm like, cool, and just keep going in. Because it has nothing to do with me, dude. I'm just going to yeah. go get my food. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't care. In, I went to King Supers this morning because... Walmart doesn't have some things that I need. So I walked to the King Supers this morning and they had little picketers walking around like, <laughs> don't support the store. We are don't on strike. Don't support the store, yeah. And I just walked well, past them like, hi. <laughs> well, I used to be that guy, but then I realized most of the money you spend on shit like that doesn't actually go to that organization or that, that actor or that brand. Like, Because I used to be like, oh, Robert De Niro, he's an asshole. He said, fuck Trump. I ain't watching his movies no more. He ain't getting my money. None of my money will go to him. It's yeah. going to go to the studio. So I was like, wait a minute. Why am I letting one piece of shit ruin my life? I walked, the in, only... I walked in, spent 50 cents on a donut. That's not going to prop up the supporting of the proletariat. <laughs> I know how bad it sounds, dude, but I'm anti-abortion, right? Even if they were like, King Super supports abortion, I'd be like, Man, those fuckers. Anyway, I got to go get some soda. <laughs> where else are you going to go? It's like that South Park episode where they hate the cable so much, and they go to protest it, and the cable dudes, like, take off their nipple patches. They're like, oh, you don't like it? this? Oh, maybe you should get different cable. Oh, that's right. We're the only ones. <laughs> that's how it is. Where the fuck else are you going to go? Like, I go to Walmart for not food, basically, unless it's microwavable. 
I go to King Supers for grocery, like two different things. But when you're telling me I don't have an option anymore, that's some bullshit. I'm like, no, I'm just going to go to, I don't care. They could support like hating white people. I'm like totally against racist people. And that includes people that are racist towards white people, but I'm still going to shop there, dude. I need my fucking yeah, burrito. The, o- the only way I wouldn't shop at the store is if like the store is selling things that like I wouldn't shop at Planned Parenthood because Planned Parenthood's <laughs> thing is they murder children. King well, yeah, Supers they murder children. Like, you can't King shop Su- there. King, King Supers isn't here like, yeah, I hope everybody's stuck making $18 an hour to suck my balls. You know what's funny? I read a study that said that's the thing. Those people at King Supers make eighteen dollars an hour plus benefits. Yeah, they can suck my ass. They make more money than they need. Eighteen bucks an hour, dude. You know how long it took me to get that as a supervisor. Luckily, I don't make that anymore. But they can suck my ass. Eighteen bucks just to work at a register. Like it's like Steve Buscemi said, dude, in Reservoir Dogs, greatest line ever. I'm all for support. Or no, how's he say it? He's like. If you want a good job, damn it, I can't remember what he said. Oh, yeah, he's like, um, if you're expecting me to pay the bills, you're in for a big fucking surprise. I got some words for you. Learn to fucking type. And there's <laughs> nothing truer, dude. I'm like, I'm not helping you pay the bills. I can hardly pay mine. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can suck my ass with your I need more money. If you don't want that job, go get better skills. Let's not pretend like you can't get a better job. And the people who are like, oh, I'm not going to go to King Su- I'm not going to support King Supers because their people are on strike. You know, you idiot, they increase the price, you, they, they increase their wage and they increase all their crap. It's cool for them for a while, but now we can't yeah. afford food. Right. Like, and you're really going to, you're really going to stop buying ground beef from there and you're going to buy it from fucking Walmart. That's disturbing. Sometimes we have to, but there's definitely a difference in product appearance and taste <laughs> between those like milk is cheaper at walmart for sure i really don't mind buying it at king supers if it means i gotta do groceries there well milk like pre-packaged stuff i'll buy all that from walmart but when it comes to like yeah. meat i don't buy meat from walmart well i won't buy any like a bath shower or medicine shit from king supers because it's definitely more expensive oh my walmart God. it's like dirt cheap well, first of the, the only uh, exception is King Super's vitamins. It is technically double the price, but it feels yeah. like every day they have a buy one, get one free coupon. Yeah, they have something because I've seen them and you know how they're like, uh, it's not Vitamin Cottage, but it's it's a brand that's like uh, eco-friendly vitamins that they sell at Walmart. It's like, it's like a one, Nature Valley or not Nature Valley. <laughs> That's some granola bar. Nature Selector. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Well, Kroger has the same thing, but theirs are always on sale. I went there to get some vitamins. I can get multivitamins from Walmart for like three bucks, a three-month supply. They had a one-month supply at King Supers for $10, but you got two more free. So I was kind of like, I mean, I'm evening out it the odds out. here. Yeah. You know, I was like, mine as well, and I'm already here. But I, I wouldn't buy deodorant from King Supers because it is like a dollar or two more. And you can't you cannot shop at King Supers when you say I want to eat this for dinner tonight. Go to Walmart. Buy everything but the meat from Walmart, then buy the meat from King Supers. Because you will pay well, yeah. so much more money. But if you say I'm hungry, let's just go to King Supers and see what's on sale. 
you'll save yeah. a ton of money. Like that's what my thing is. Like I almost never say, okay, this is what I want for dinner. Well, and think of it like this too. Walmart, it's cheaper, yes, but King Super has the better deals. I've been there and they have legit ten for they have like ten for ten fucking twelve packs. Walmart has none of that. Yes, their soda's cheaper, but dude, when you see a ten for ten, well, like that fucking Safeway deal I was talking about, how we got like, well, it was like six or five twelve packs for like fucking thirteen bucks, basically. I was like, absolutely, because I would have spent that on two of them at Walmart. They just sometimes have the better deals. Yeah, I, I, but, I, I tend to buy, I tend to buy like prepackaged stuff, like rice and beans and all stuff from Walmart. Yeah, and. I buy my meat either from King Supers or Sam's Club. Right, right. I like Sam's Club. I freaking Club. love Sam's Club. I like Sam, but he's, I like Costco too. I don't know why. To me, they're like completely different, but they're somewhat similar too. Costco, in my opinion, is more pricey in comparison. Oh, yeah. I, I think the Costco is slightly more expensive, but their membership's a little bit cheaper. So, Again, it's kind of a trade-off. It's a personal preference thing, in my opinion. That's I, I like I like Sam's Club's butcher shop better than I like the yeah. Costco's that I used to go to. So, fucking speaking of product, dude, explain this shit to me. So, as I had mentioned on the last episode, I'm trying to take my health seriously, so I'm like walking a bunch, right? And I'm drinking a lot of water. Water gets boring after a while, dude. So. I started drinking a lot of flavored waters, and then I started really getting into mineral water. Mineral water is, dude, it's expensive. How the fuck is that possible? I'm drinking one right now. Three fucking dollars for this bottle. Oh, yeah. Why? Like, what the fuck? I I can't watch YouTube or TikTok without getting advertised as stupid circle water bottle. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. With the little flavored cartridges? Have you tried that? The problem is, is... None of that will ever truly replace like natural water because flavored water is good for you as water intake, yes, but what people fail to understand is you still need to have regular water in your system. But it's hard, dude. Water's fucking boring. I've never liked it. I still hate it. Speak for yourself. I live off sweet tea and Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of learning, dude, to um, stay away from diet soda. And if I want one, I just drink a regular one because there's a lot more worse shit in the diet pops than there is regular. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm not drinking regular as much either. I'm like, you know, it's mostly water. I do drink a lot of coffee. In fact, you're going to judge me on this, and that's okay because even I think it's weird. I started drinking keto coffee. You want to know what this shit tastes like? Hold on. Keto. Right. I just Wait, think it's what? A keto regular coffee. coffee is keto. Right. No, I, I you look at it. You buy a special like, oh, brand? You know what it is, dude? Yeah, it you is. It's like boozled. 12 bucks. You got well, you know, it's a <laughs> So it's literally like, you know, when you make it, the first time I made it, I was like, what's that smell? It smells like butter. Dude, it's butter fed and like all this shit. It tastes like coffee with a bunch of butter in it. Not even kidding, dude. It tastes like a buttery ass coffee. It's not bad though. I'm like, it's pretty good, but I still prefer regular coffee. Have you seen that chick on 
Have you seen that chick online who goes like, this is the real way to eat coffee, and she stirs her coffee with a stick of butter? What a bitch. Because <laughs> it That's makes it taste me. good. I was like, go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. It doesn't really. Like, that keto coffee bullshit, yeah, it's mostly made with butter and shit. It's not bad, but it's not like I would still drink regular coffee over it because I love black coffee with nothing added to it. That's my thing. Fucking this shit, it's okay, but I wouldn't go buy it again. It was kind of an experimental thing. And I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, dude. Coffee is not supposed to be cold. That is absolutely disgusting. I would like to let you know that you got absolutely swindled because coffee... Like normal Folgers coffee is also right. keto. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Yeah, this is a special brand. You had to take a full food. Much. Oh, yeah, no, it was expensive, dude. I will not lie to you. This thing was 12K pods for 12 bucks. That's fucking expensive. I've gotten 12K pod coffees from like Folgers for like five. So, no, it was very pricey. But it was because I was sitting there and I was like walking around in walmart with chanel and i was like dude let's buy a bunch of stuff for our keto diet and i saw that and i was like i want to check this out but one thing i have stumbled upon that i actually really like it sounds weird you have to look them up it's for a keto diet it's called power bites bro they look like little doggy treats and their texture is completely like (laughs) play-doh but dude they have different flavors they're supposed to be like protein it's yeah it's for a keto diet and i found one it was pb and j flavor Imagine eating doggy treats. The texture is like Play-Doh, but it's a peanut butter and jelly bite. No. Yeah, bro. I would throw up. I didn't mind it. Nobody else liked it, but it was all right. The part that was gross to me, dude, is the fucking, the Greek yogurt shakes I've been drinking. Oh, God, man. They're horrible. I use them after I work out and shit, and I'm like, these are fucking rough, dude. They're like so thick. I almost choke on them. And, of course, they have to taste like fucking pudding or, like, again, Greek yogurt. It's like, God, dude, Greek yogurt is disgusting. hate that shit. You don't like Greek yogurt? No, I think it's so gross. I think it's a sour-ass taste. We make make this tzatziki on the trucks. It's Greek yogurt and cucumbers and lemon juice and, ah. Well, it's for the, um... What do you call that? A gyro? Gyro? The gyros, yeah. Gyro. I don't know why I fucking said it the widest way possible. But, like, no, I know that. That's fine. I can handle that because those are good. But, like, drinking this shit with some berry flavor is just... Or, like, mocha double express flavor. It's just... It's like diet Starbucks, basically, with yogurt in it. Yeah, it's weird. But, um... We have gone into overtime, folks, so this game is going to have to end. Um, if you like what you heard here and you want to hear more or you want to see some more of this shit, you can check out the audio and video recordings of these episodes on Rumble only. Check us out at the Great You can see my freaking half-gallon freaking... Yes. The half-gallon Capri, adult Capri Sun. You held that up, dude. Is that a fucking chicken on that thing? It is a chicken. That is the new church's chicken logo. I thought you had cock sauce. I was like, is that that sriracha? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call it is cock sauce. But uh, if you guys want to hear our backlog of episodes, all episodes are available at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook. 
not very active on Twitter. That's kind of a ongoing thing. We'll see how that works out. But if you want to watch these episodes, you can see them a day before their actual release. So Monday and Friday episodes would be coming out Sunday and Thursday, again, on Rumble only. If you want the link to that, reach out to Austin or I. Uh, probably me, because I assume Austin might ignore your messages. <laughs> wow. Austin's like, fuck you, I'm the telecommunications manager. <laughs> no, it's a... <laughs> It's an inside joke. So, like, I'll, let me tell this quick story. When John and I were doing a Mexican and a Puerto Rican, our failed podcast, he, we would always say, reach out to us. And he's like, well, reach out to Tony, because if you send me a message, I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, like, responsible for answering all the questions. But anyways, thanks, guys, for listening. Austin, buddy, I will see you on the Monday show. Adios. <laughs>